Hi everyone, you are listening to episode 7 of Stay Home Podcast with Fiola Vinyaku. This week's episode looks at how a small magazine for creatives is providing a virtual space to keep this growing community together during the coronavirus lockdown. Thank you to Jerry for joining me today. Jerry Tila is the founder and editor of All Gods Magazine. The magazine brings together creatives from the Albanian community and gives a platform and voice to members of the community we don't often hear from, namely the LGBTQ community. During lockdown, a lot of us have had to spend time either alone or with our families and housemates. Sometimes home is a space that nourishes us, where we are understood and a space that makes us feel safe. What happens, however, if you feel misunderstood or that you have to hide a part of yourself to those closest to you during lockdown? In this episode, I will be talking to Jerry about the ways in which she and others have helped maintain this space for young Albanian creatives. We will cover the origin of the magazine, the topics that sometimes come up and lots more. Thank you um, for joining me um, for this episode. So could you tell us a little bit more about you and uh, what you do? Yep, so my name's Jerry. Um, I'm a freelance writer and I've also um, created Ogots, which in English translates to girl and it's basically an online... To girl, book. like woman, girl kind of, then, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's got an O at the front. The O is actually, someone pointed out to me that it's what you put in the front of masculine words in Albanian. But because with the girl, it's like OJ and then it should be Ogot, like Oigot, but. Oigot, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I kind of kept that because I kind of wanted the magazine to also appeal to um, kind of people who, had, who identified as non binary. So I didn't want it's specifically to be targeted to just girls um so yeah it's an online platform that um showcases art artists writers um and creators who kind of are from albania and they're creating work related to their culture or not even related to their culture but creating really cool um work that's personal to them kind of and it's also a place where people can voice their opinions on anything. Um, Related to the culture. Yeah, specifically for... It's just a platform, but I can't talk. Specifically for um, Albanian creatives to for like their voice and to showcase their work. To be heard, basically. Yeah, exactly. And it's a good way, I'm guessing, to connect all those creatives, which it can be quite fragmented. Like you yourself, you're from Birmingham, right? Sure. Yeah. So, yeah, it, a big part of it is community as well and kind of getting people to kind of make connections and bring people together. I think that's the part that I've really kind of enjoyed most throughout the process of the first issue and now into the second issue. And going into the third, I think community has been, like, one of the most rewarding things to come out of it for me because I've just been able to see people get together and then 
away from our guts start other conversations start other projects that they're mm. working on that's super rewarding. and that means a lot to you I'm guessing yeah so I came from Birmingham and basically I wanted to basically I wanted to connect with other like people from my culture because I felt quite removed from it in a sense um there weren't I, that many Albanians where you no, were living in Birmingham there weren't and and or not doing anything that I really wanted to do and I didn't I just didn't, I couldn't see myself or couldn't see other people around me from like where I was from that were doing what I kind of wanted to do. So that kind of pushed me to think, oh, there, there definitely are people out there. I just need to kind of find these people. Um, and yeah, and then I kind of just started reaching out to people online. And then once you reach out to one person, it kind of just spirals, spirals. out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then snowballs. Yeah, exactly. And then people just came on board and were really for it, I think. So So you took quite a brave step to move to London then? Yeah. Um, Partly, I've wanted to, so I've been like between Birmingham and London for quite a few years. Um, But in the last year or so, I was just definitely like, I need, this is where I need to be to kind of form my career and for, I think, for all courts to really kind of flourished because I was always coming down and meeting people for the magazine or for like other work stuff so I was just like just better to be actually here and then I got a full-time position here so I was just like might as well move down. Are there any pieces of work that you felt were have given voice to particular groups within the Albanian community that wouldn't necessarily have a voice? I know that you did an expose on kind of queer experiences within the community could you tell me a bit more within you know as much as you feel comfortable telling me yeah and with and protecting identity and everything else yeah sure so basically both in the first so a large part of this magazine is actually centered around like Albanian females but also people who don't identify as a gender and um, and the queer community in general because I feel like they have just kind of they're really not like spoken about or documented i mean i reading that reading that article about uh lgbt rights within kosovo and also lgbt communities within london that was probably the first time i'd ever heard uh yeah. someone from the lgbt community that was albanian having a voice on any sort of platform if i'm honest Oh, really on the on in the magazine in the first issue yeah oh wow yeah yeah um and actually quite recently we i posted a picture um on the og instagram it is basically we basically commissioned um a new york based student who's called oyana and she basically did these like portraits of um queer couples but in traditional Albanian wear and we posted them on the OG site and then some guy I don't know who he was he was just like this is a travesty um kind of I can't believe that someone's showing this it's not art so a homophobic troll yeah exactly right um and I'm actually surprised you didn't get more yeah 
I feel like it once if OG does kind of branch out and more people hear about it, I feel like we will. But I was just, I just literally couldn't even. I was just like, just please don't. I was just like, I said like, please leave, like please leave the site because I just couldn't bring myself to kind of having to having to explain to people like that, like if the queer community has like existed for years, like even though it have been like under the radar, they've suffered so much. I think at the mercy of, like, culture, like, what, like, culture for me is such a bizarre thing, like, it's a positive, but also it really restricts, I think, a lot of identities, like, basically, like, saying you can't be Albanian, you can't, you, and you can't be queer, like, those two things can exist, but this guy was kind of just, like, oh, no. He was kind of projecting his... Sure. ignorance yeah. and closed-mindedness onto you guys and he probably because you know like I did say it's probably one of the first few times I've seen it discussed so openly by other Albanians or Kosovans and it probably made him really uncomfortable like it would make a lot of people uncomfortable but I think that's kind yeah. of why it's worth having these discussions and why even though you guys can't go to print at the moment it's really important yeah. that with the live series you're doing so is that why don't you tell me more about how you're trying to keep this going in the current climate, lockdown and whatnot? Yeah, so I think um, when lockdown happened and we, firstly, we couldn't ship a lot of our second issue out. So I just had to think of a way to kind of connect and make sure the community was still in contact with each other. So I thought to start a live series was basically like kind of speaking to people through the OG live, um, the artists that we've featured and artists we haven't featured yet or that we'd like to work with kind of just getting a bit of a backstory on those um, people and their work and their art because I feel like for me anyway when I really love someone's work or I'm really into it I've, I kind of just go research crazy and I kind of want to find out everything to what this person what school this person went to what they sound like to it just kind of I just get really into it so I just thought that a lot of people might want to see or like see these people that are behind the work and kind of get to know them on a person not on a personal level but like get to know their ideas yeah get to know who the voice is kind of yeah exactly help generate more conversation potentially do you find that it has helped generate a lot more conversation and people have made more connections yeah um a lot of people have like I think because you can see the person, you kind of do have a more human connection. And so... Um, so it's kind of like bringing your magazine to life a bit more. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just another... Because obviously there are people behind this. Like, so it's just another way to connect, I think. And it's it has been, actually. It's worked really well. Um, and I hope to actually continue doing it a lot more after lockdown I think it's quite it's quite a good addition but yeah and and where do you see the direction of the magazine going um so what direction do you see the magazine going in uh and a lot of mediums I think I really am keen to kind of grow the physical kind of grow the physical magazine in terms of having but I think a lot of this comes with budget because at the moment I am self-funding it. So if I can get a budget, I think kind of having being able to commission a lot more work, kind of branching out into music is a lot 
is like a kind of region that I really want to branch out into. Like last live series, we had um, a DJ um, called Galush, and she's from Berlin. And I kind of want to continue a DJ series, or at least a start a, D- a proper DJ series of mixes, and then just different mediums. Like there's so many mediums to experiment with, and I think a magazine is quite a good place to start because there are you could branch out into a lot of kind of you can do like live events or like do you know what I mean there's so much but again that comes with budget it's quite strange that um have you been have you approached other Albanian organizations or have you been approached uh, right yeah no um, that would I be just, great if you if I know you could, right? this, is the, this is the other thing as well like I do I do want to get to that point but then I just kind of also want it to develop organically like I don't mm. want to pump loads of money into it and just be like in people's face I do want it to grow do you know what I mean like in organic with your own way. kind of yeah. like imp- yeah I get that. And that yeah and then that also like I feel like gives us more control into what some sort of content that we do because I I think if I had like funding from someone who was older like I don't think they would have allowed me to print that LGBTQ feature or like allow me to push it because I remember talking to um someone and they basically said that a friend of their mom's or whatever when she read that first um kind of feature on LGBTQ she thought that we were like promoting it which is quite bizarre because like I don't she was she thought you yeah she was against the promotion of LGBTQT as a lifestyle as in she was thought you were were promoting and encouraging the lifestyle as opposed to showcasing different parts of the community she basically thought that we were kind of um pushing people to come out as like gay or to come out as queer or do you know what I mean which is yeah bizarre and I think that stems from an idea to kind of it boils down to two like one thing actually mainly for me two things sorry boils down to like not being like not being yeah not being comfortable with like if your child if your own child was actually queer like I don't think a lot of people Albanian like older generations would be comfortable with that you know yeah Um, and I think that and they're um, not equipped to handle that situation like I don't think a lot of people are I think they um they they view it as a threat as a threat um from yeah, no, I get yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, I get a threat to the way of life, which is, you know, family orientated. They have lots of assumptions about what those that lifestyle uh encompasses. Mm. And I think they project that onto everyone else. So there's a lot of ignorance and close mindedness um yeah, on the sure. on those issues. And even within our own communities, I'm quite ignorant. I don't really know, I don't know any um gay or lesbian albanians personally because they probably don't feel comfortable to come out not to not that they don't hopefully don't feel comfortable coming out to me but they don't feel be they don't feel comfortable being out within the community so i think you know i think it'd be really great if you guys could maintain the live series and just help even if you're not discussing these issues directly for the time being and you're not discussing them all the time just having that safe space where people can get to know each other 
be they creative, yeah. be they be they not creative, as long as you, you guys are kind of spearheading the discussion and creating that space for people to be open with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that'd sure. be really useful. Yeah, that is, that for me, um, having, I just, I just knew from that onset when I did have this idea, um, like it's not, it's not, it's not really, not, it's not my job to kind of educate people on the nuances of like gender and gender identity. But I do think like with creating our gods, I think I did have like a, job to make sure that the voices of that like queer community were actually heard because they've been like they have been like they have been there for years you know what I mean like you hear about like the sworn virgins who kind of became had to like become men essentially in their family so the sworn virgins is like the women who live in very secluded parts of Albania yeah who because they didn't have any male members in their family had swore swore to be to remain virgins and basically head up the family as the father figure right this is what yeah you, yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. for those that aren't aware because it's a yeah, very yeah. niche <laughs> cultural yeah, subset but you Sorry, can actually yeah, you, there's a youtube yeah. video on this isn't there <laughs> yeah there's there's quite a lot there's a i think there's an article like a really good in-depth article i should have mentioned that actually sorry i'm just jumping into these <laughs> so there's a lot of if people want to check it out, it's called the Swarm Virgins of Albania, and basically, yeah, they became essentially men, like, they became the men in their family, um, and to be honest, it still happens now, like, um, but now they they have the right term for it, which is trans, mm. do you know what I mean? So, there is that terminology, which Because that, that, what they were doing was essentially cross-dressing, not, not yeah. necessarily trans. But they were, they they mentally like they kind of did they transcended that kind of like yeah that gen that yeah yeah, i see what you're saying that mental space of the feminine and the masculine they transcended that space so i just i just with og i just did really like i felt like if i was going to create a platform it had to had to be inclusive of lgbtq plus like the community it had to I think like I don't know, but you have to be really careful actually in how you deal. I think because they because their experiences are so complex and there are so many different like experiences that people are have. Varied. Had. It's just again, yeah, exactly. Again, you have to be kind of sensitive to that. Really careful, yeah, sensitive, and in how you're dealing with different people because you just you want them to kind of. Like, I just feel like I had to approach it in a way that was, like, I wanted them to trust me, and I just, because they haven't had that trust before, have they, like, do you know what I mean, within the community from Albanian people, you don't, who are... You feel judged, you know, generally, I think. But, I think I would yeah, feel judged. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't know whether I could trust you, or, yeah. Just exactly, yeah, and you have, you have to kind of approach a community that has been kind of, like, disregarded for so long. You do really have to approach them with sensitivity, and I just wanted to make sure that they knew that this like OG was a space for them and would like I would actually really fight for what they wanted and how they wanted to portray themselves because I just think it's just not it's just completely not talked about so yeah I'll I'll always continue that I think regardless of coronavirus (laughs) yeah regardless (laughs) I just yeah I just really that's one of my main main 
um, goals for OG as well to really be inclusive of that community. Would you say that it kind of gives you some sense of satisfaction knowing that you're having these kind of taboo discussions and bringing them to light and showing people that actually they're not really that taboo and it's quite normal and it's been going on in our communities yeah. around the world for centuries for as long as we've all been in existence yeah for sure like in a way i'm actually quite glad that people are getting triggered by it because it's conversations that need to happen and because it's people's lives like people are having these experiences and they and they shouldn't be really like shunned for they sh they should like first they should not be shunned for them at all but like they should also have that space to talk about taboo. yeah well, it's not really taboo really is it it's just i think it's i don't it know i think it is taboo in the albanian community as in they don't want to discuss it yeah however i think the right, lifestyle yeah. is is not taboo it's natural and normal mm. and what i i really like about your magazine is you're not just talking about how difficult it is you're kind of normalizing it helping norm helping normalize it where, sure, where people's yeah. experiences and love and relationships isn't just a man and a woman and the, you know the usual story about mm. Albanian guy Albanian girl and the usual trial and tri mm -hmm. trials and tribulations that people go through it's kind of it's telling a slightly different yeah. story it's showcasing a different kind of love yeah yeah um yeah so i like i do hope i do hope like it does trigger conversations that haven't been had before i think it's so important just to move forward i think and kind of even the older gen like i feel like they would feel more connected to our generation i think if, that'd be amazing if they could actually see those conversations you know? yeah and if they actually took time to um, understand and hear out what it was that yeah, you were saying that is literally that that's literally all I want. I just want. I do want that sort of kind of bond, bond there between, like across generations, because I think it's something that has. I don't know. You know. You know. With migration and kind of moving to a different country, completely growing up in a different. I feel quite sometimes quite removed from my parents' experiences of childhood, and like. I don't know. I think it's good to have some to have those conversations with them, and I hope like OG can do that for some families or some like I guess parents. they could see a it's like opening a window into the life that a lot of their kids are yeah. experiencing because you know they I think they came here our parents at different points in the last 20 years but they came here um with a fixed point in time an experience that was fixed in time right they left Kosovo they left Albania and even other migrant um, other, other kids of, yeah. you know, other children of immigrants who are listening could probably relate. Their parents left the respective countries with a fixed mindset, um, assuming that whatever they left behind in their home country just doesn't change, right? But actually, countries yeah. are moving forward. I mean, there's, there's, there's an LGBT community in Albania, in Kosovo. Yeah. We've had parades. And there's, yeah. But we're more, like pride those of us that are here, for some reason our parents may, are sometimes a bit more closed-minded in some ways because we're trying to hold on to that yeah. culture and what we think we know or what we left behind in that fixed point in time, which has actually moved on without us. Sure. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah this is such a good point honestly I have spoken to my parents about this so much I'm like what are you actually holding on to because you do realize like things back home have evolved a lot like a lot they're quite forward thinking there's a lot yeah no honestly like in Kosovo there's this community and honestly they champion the LGBTQ plus so much like it's quite it's a strong community Mm. there um which is so nice I I didn't even know much about that I, I don't know I think I would love to see you guys do more work around this area you know I think yeah definitely I am 100% I think it's an important discussion because you know you're not just there's so much more to our community than um you know our religion our culture and our sexual Mm -hmm. orientation there's you know these people because they haven't been able to find a community for themselves they've probably like suppressed other parts of themselves which you know they could have could have been great artists they could have been anything they wanted to be but they were so focused on covering up their sexuality and 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 playing a role that they i assume that you know we all kind of do it as albanians we play this little role uh yeah that we think kind of appeases family the community to you know some of us do it more than others um and some people totally Mm. rebel against that so you can't generalize but i feel if you are constantly trying to hide a large part of yourself like your sexual orientation you know who you form relationships with relationships being like one of the most important things in our lives then you're not bringing your full self to the table and i think just talking about these issues makes people feel more connected and allows them to bring more of themselves out out of their shells because they're not trying to hide so much 100 percent. it just makes life i think for them a lot happier yeah exactly like what you've just said it's just a perfect kind of more fulfilled i guess Hundred percent, and you, you, yeah, you're just happy and free. Like you, you, like I just feel like they feel free once they're able to know that people just accept them. Do you know what I mean? Regardless of whatever. Thank you to Jerry for joining me for episode 7, Giving Voice. Hard copies of the magazine are still being printed, albeit at a slower pace due to coronavirus. The live series is held every Sunday at 6pm and can be found on Instagram under at OG underscore magazine. This is Fiola Bonyoku on Stay Home Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe as that is how more people get to hear about the podcast. You'll find updates on upcoming episodes and more at Stay Home Podcast for both Twitter and Instagram.